listening to me today, I want you to know that this word is for you. Yes, you. There are times in our lives we can find ourselves being bombarded by outside people, outside situation, outside circumstances, and outside things. Somehow we allow these things to get into our spirit and begin to force us into affairs of entanglement. What am I talking about? I'm talking about if you are a soldier for the Lord Jesus Christ, we know that we do not fight in the flesh or as the Bible say, we do not war according to the flesh, but the weapons of our warfare are mighty through God to the pulling down strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Why did the word tell us to pull down strongholds and cast down imagination? Because it is these strongholds that come to entangle our lives and the main weapon of the enemy is to get in our imagination. The enemy comes to attack our mind. That's why the Bible tells us again and again that we should not be conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind through the word. See, my friends, the battle is in the mind and the enemy knows that the battle is in our mind. So what does he do? He come to bombard our mind with all kind of negative thoughts, all kind of negative feelings about our situation, about our circumstance. And before long, we find ourselves being entangled with the affairs of this world. The Bible again tells us that the weapons of our warfare are not kernel, but they're mighty through God. What does that mean? That means that it's only through God that this battle will be won. This battle cannot be won within ourselves, but only through the power of the Holy Spirit, only through God, and only after we renew our minds through the Word of God, only after we put on the mind of Christ, only after we submit our ways to His ways. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today I'm going to be talking to you on the subject of Affairs of Entanglement. Our scripture reading today is going to be coming from 2 Timothy, the second chapter, and I want to begin at the first verse. And this is the Apostle Paul talking to his son. He's saying to him, Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses. The same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warth entangles himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who have chosen him to be a soldier. Let's wrap. We see here through this text that the Apostle Paul is warning his son, Timothy. He's saying, in other words, Timothy, you are my son and I need you to be strong. In other words, I need you to be strengthened inwardly. I need you to be strengthened in your inward man, not in yourself, not in your own might, not in your own power. But as the word says, not by power, not by might, but by the spirit of the living God. In other words, in God's grace. Someone might be asking the question today, how am I going to be strong in grace? I know how to be strong in power. I know how to be strong in might, but how do I be strong in grace? In other words, we know that grace means God's unmerited favor. And we also know that it is through God's grace that we are accepted into the beloved. It is through God's grace that we have been given salvation. It is God's unmerited favor that keeps us 
into the household of faith. So it is that same grace that we are to live by every day and not through our own strength. What am I saying? What I'm saying is that this means that we have to trust completely in Christ and in his power and not try to live for Christ in our own strength. For we have to remember the word lets us know that it is Christ and Christ alone who is our strength. He is our strength. He is our power. He is everything that we need and more. We have to receive and utilize Christ's power. It is through this power that we'll be able to keep ourselves free from the affairs of entanglement of this world. He will give us strength to do whatever it is that we need to do in our lives. The Apostle Paul went on to say in the second verse, he began to tell Timothy to be strong in grace in the first verse. In the second verse, he says, and the things which you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses. In other words, you have heard me speak these instructions. You have heard me give this word to many witnesses, to many men, as I'm giving it to you. I have deposited this in you. I have deposited this into reliable and faithful men who will be competent and qualified to teach others. So I'm giving you this word because I know that you're competent. I'm giving you this word because I know that you're qualified to teach others. So I need you to be strong in this. But I like what he said when he got to the third verse. So even though he was encouraging the uh, his son Timothy to be strong in the grace of God and to be strong in the words that he had taught him to totally rely on Christ, such as we rely on him for our grace, he needed to be strong in relying on Christ for everything else in his life and not try to live outside of Christ. He went on to remind him in the third verse, he says to take with me your share of hardship. In other words, join me in suffering. Join me in the hardships and the suffering which you are called to endure. So we are all called to endure a certain amount of suffering, a certain amount of hardships. Don't let anyone fool you or get confused that just because you're a Christian or just because you're saved or just because you're accepted Christ in your life, that you're not going to go through any hardships, that you're not going to go through any disappointment, that you're not going to go through any heartbreak, that you're not going to go through any grief, that you're not going to go through times of um, discouragement, that you're not going to go through times where you feel like you're about to lose your mind. You are. You're going to have to endure these times, he said, as a good soldier. I like how one version read, it says, as a first class soldier of Jesus Christ. And he went on to tell him, which is our key verse, that no man or no soldier, when he is in service, get entangled in the enterprises of civilian life. In other words, no man, when you are at war, get entangled with the cares of this world. I didn't say you were not going to care about things that go on around you, but I'm saying this thing is not going to get in you so much until it begins to entangle you, that it begins to entangle up your spirit, that you get so overwhelmed with uh, the affairs of this world that you can no longer pray, that you can no longer focus, that you can no longer think, that you can no longer serve God because you have allowed the affairs of a civilian entangle your life. In other words, you are a soldier. You have been chosen for the body of Christ. You have been chosen for the kingdom to fight a good fight for Jesus Christ. At no time are we to allow ourselves like civilians, like the 
outside people out of Uncle Sam's army to do the things that they do. You know, when you're enlisted in the army, there are rules, there are regulations, there are certain things and certain guidelines that you must follow. You cannot go out and live like a civilian live. So this is what the Apostle Paul was trying to tell uh, his son Timothy. He was saying that you're now in, in, you've now been enlisted in the army of the Lord. You are a first-class soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ. So now we have to be careful not to allow the civilian affairs to entangle us. He went on to say, but rather try to please his commanding officer. In other words, we should our aim is to satisfy and to please the one who enlisted us. Our main aim is to make sure that God is pleased with us, that he's pleased with our lives. Not so much as what people think about us, not so much as what our friends think, what our family think. As God was giving me this message and he had begun to deal with me, he began to take me in three different areas concerning this message. He began to let me know that there are many kinds of affairs in our life that we allow ourselves to get entangled with. The first thing the Apostle Paul told his son Timothy was to be strong, to be strengthened inwardly. The only way he's going to continue to be strengthened inwardly is to continue to stay before God, to continue to read his word, continue to continue to pray, to continue to fast, continue to make our petition and our requests made known unto God. Whatever is brought to you, you immediately lift that thing up to Christ. He said, be strong inwardly in the grace, in the unmerited favor of God. And just know that God favor, quote, God favor is upon your life. God favor is upon your children's life. God's favor will bring you out. God's favor will bring them out. We just have to trust and be strong in God's unmerited favor. Just like the Apostle Paul told his son Timothy in the second verse that you have heard my word and I have deposited my word and you have transmitted this word to entrusted people, to faithful men, to competent people. All of you listen to me today, no doubt you're competent. If you were not competent, you would not even be listening to this today. But you have enough word deposited into your life to know and to be able to withstand the tricks and the plots of the enemy. We have enough word deposited into us to be able to uh, overcome the affairs of the heart. You have enough word uh, in you to allow you not to become entangled with the yoke of bondage, to become entangled with the affairs of this world. We know what things that come to cause us to be in bondage. We know what things that will lead us down roads of entanglement. We have to be careful as a soldier of Jesus Christ in this war, not to allow ourselves to be entangled. Remember, we have to pray always without ceasing. We have to take everything before the Lord in prayer, make our petition known unto him. The prayer is our weapon, church. We have to know that the word of God is our weapon. It's sharpening a two-edged sword. It's able to cut. It's able to discern. It's able to discern the intent of the heart and the thoughts of man. We don't know what people are thinking. We don't know what people are doing, but the, the word of God knows and it will go in. But we can't just go to God in prayer babbling. We have to speak his word, pray in authority, pray his word in authority, speak those things, call those things into existence through the word of God, through the power and the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus still works church. There are those who are listening to me right now who have allowed the enemy to entangle your mind. You're so overwhelmed with the situation and the circumstances going on around you, within your family members, within your friends. You're taking on everyone's burdens, trying to bear everything. You can't handle it. 
Trust what I say. The enemy is trying to entangle your mind into bondage. There is no way you'll be able to fight a good fight of faith if your mind is entangled up in bondage. There is no way that you'll be able to please the one who enlisted you if you've allowed yourself to be entangled with the cares of this world. I'm telling you right now, Apostle Paul warned Timothy. He said, no soldier, no soldier who wars entangles himself. No soldier who wars entangle himself with the enterprises, with the ins and outs of a civilian life. You cannot allow yourself to get entangled with everyone else's issues. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to keep us tangle-free from the cares of our friends, tangle free from the cares of our family members, tangle free. Don't let nobody fool you. The Holy Spirit is not going to dwell in an unclean temple. I know that we live in a time in this 21st century. I know that we deal with new and uh, new generations where you feel everything is acceptable. Everything goes. You can live like the world. You can do what you want to and still experience the fullness of God. It is alive from the pit of hell. We cannot, as a soldier of Jesus Christ, allow ourselves to be entangled with the affairs of this world. Sexual affairs is an entanglement. Emotional affairs is an entanglement. Heart affairs is an entanglement. We have to keep ourselves free of entanglement in order to be used by God. He's the one who called us. He's the one who we're trying to please. He's the one who died for us on the cross. We have to know that we are chosen. We have been enlisted into the Lord's army. And in order to fight this good fight, in order to win a victorious warfare, we must be tangle free. Let's pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you for everyone who is listening to this. Let's wrap today. God, we pray that you would touch your people. God, every weapon that the enemy has formed against them, I declare and decree it be demolished and destroyed today. I take the scissors in the Holy Spirit and I sever every entanglement that's over their life, every mind-binding demon. I cut every cord of entanglement over, shut out over their mind today. I command you to take your filthy hands off of God's people. Every soul tie I break and I sever that tie today in the spirit in the name of Jesus. I come against every spirit that's not like God. I come against every spirit of heart ties that should not be tied together. I command it to be destroyed and released in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for what you're doing even now. Touch thou your people today, God. Set them free, oh Father, like only you can. Move by your Holy Spirit right now. Everyone under the sound of my voice, I declare and decree you are free. And whom the Son set free is free indeed by the power and the blood of Jesus. Now walk in your freedom. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. It is my prayer that you have been blessed through our introduction of Affairs of Entanglement. Throughout this entire month of August, we're going to be covering the different type of affairs, starting with affairs of the heart. That includes family affairs, emotional affairs, as well as sexual affairs. Then we'll go on to part two, which is going to be covering uh, business affairs. Business affairs includes money, fame, notoriety, and popularity. Then we will conclude with religious affairs. I'm talking about the traditional systems that have been set up within the church. I'm talking about program after program after program, being busy with church work and no real relationship with God, getting entangled with the affairs of life. So please continue to join us this entire month of August as we continue on with our coverage of affairs of entanglement. Continue to like, continue to share, continue to comment. 
please share, share, share this podcast. If you have not joined us on Facebook, we do want you to do so at Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. That's Y-A-S-H-A Ministry Walker, W-A-L-K-E-R on Facebook. We also have a Let's Wrap Relationship group page. If you would go to Facebook and look for our Let's Wrap Relationship group page. We do come on with live videos and we have uh, different gifts we tend to give away from our podcast to our listeners as uh, just a way of encouraging you to continue to support this podcast. We want you to know that I love you, Elder Walker love you, but most of all, God loves you more. Until we meet again on Let's Wrap, have a blessed day.